So welcome to the Starting Blank Podcast. I am your host, Sam Lister, and I have a very special guest on today. Why don't you uh, introduce yourself and tell the audience uh, what you do and who you are, man. Brady Grandquist. I'm currently actually living in Denver, just moved out here. Um, I know Sam because we lived in Milwaukee and then I moved out here for the mountains, for the skiing, for the lifestyle um, and just excited with that. And I mean, a little bit about myself, who I am, you know, I'm, I'm just somebody who loves helping people. I'm somebody who loves, who, who loves providing value to others and giving them the information that I wish I had, you know, and that's, that's all I can ask in this experience that I have on life is just to be able to help people out in the situations that I wish I would have been helped out or give people the information that I wish I would have learned sooner and just be able to provide them that that sort of value but that that's that's what I center my life around is just providing value to those who need it yeah man I love that and that's a perfect segment to kind of what we will do uh, dive into today so it'll always uh, the show is always centered around advice you would give your younger self or advice you wish you knew when you were first starting. So let's jump right into like, what's, what's that like first main piece of advice or lesson you've learned along the way mm-hmm. that you wish you knew when you were first starting? Perfect, perfect, perfect. And yeah, I remember we were talking about doing the podcast and you asked me that question. I, I, I like sat with it for a while. I'm like, I just like sat, pondered it and just really wanted to think of like, okay, what is actually something that I wish I a skill set or some piece of information that I wish I would have known earlier, you know, and in my entrepreneurial journey, you know, I was introduced into the spiritual side of success super early on. That was almost my first, um, it was most of my entrepreneurial journey has been less technical and more focused way on the spiritual side and just the, the universe and stuff like that. But um, I was listening to an audio by Jim Rohn is basically how I'm um, taking charge of your life, how to take charge of your life. And, I was sitting there and I, it, it came to me. He, I was like, okay, let's, let's think about this. And he just talked about like a big problem and, and something I wish I would have learned earlier was learning how to ask, learning how to ask for help, learning how to ask for that, which you desire, learning how to ask for those things. Because I think that's a, the biggest problem is it's not the receiving, you know, we all are good at receiving. We all are able to receive. And it's like, it's, and I took some notes. It's, it's the failure to ask. That's a lot of times what comes up. I realized in my entrepreneurial journey and even in life, I was just like afraid to ask for things, afraid for the person to say no, afraid for the person to think whatever or think that I'm dumb or whatever. And I didn't know how to ask questions. I didn't, I wasn't confident in my ability to ask questions. And I was, I would like sit there with a question just burning in my soul. And I would, I wouldn't ask it because I was afraid. And that's something that I think has hindered my entrepreneurial journey journey is just my lack of ability to ask for that, which I want, you know, because the only way you can get that, which you want is if you ask. And if you don't ask, the answer is always no. And, you know, you're not always going to get everything you ask for. That's not how it works. But imagine if you get 50% of the things you ask for. And then, okay, you ask for a million dollars. Okay, you got a half a million dollars. You're still doing pretty decent, you know. And if you want, you just ask for more. Ask for more. It's like a big thing that he talks about is don't show up with a spoon. Bring a bucket. Ask for what you truly want, because I think a lot of times we're afraid to ask for that which we really want. We're afraid, like, 
that big overarching goal. And you were actually talking about it on your story the other day, just like that, like, I, I, I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm no longer going to be afraid to ask for those, oh, those huge, massive goals. I'm no longer going to be afraid for that because I'm coming in with my bucket. I'm ready to receive the, whatever this world, whatever the universe wants to bring into my life. I'm ready to receive it. And if the universe wants to dump a whole tsunami on me, I don't want to come with a spoon. You know, I want to be able to bring something more, you know, and a lot of times the things like um, just like the people that I listen to, Dr. Joe Dispenza and stuff, he talks about um, people asking for money or they ask for to get a debt relieved or they ask for something to happen. And then that, that, that happens. And then the person's like, wow, if I would have known that was going to happen, I would have asked for more. I would have, I, I would have, I would have asked to, to get something more because yeah, now I'm good. But if I would have just asked for more, I could have gotten more without a problem. And it's like, it's a big thing that we, it's people are almost like very bashful to ask for big things or ask other people for help. But that's because I, I think that's because we're afraid to give that help. We're not willing to help those out when we're in need. And I think you gain confidence in your ability to ask when you give more. When you give more to the people around you, when you give money, when you give food, when you give stuff, you're no longer afraid to ask because you know you give. You know that if, if somebody asked you, you would give. So now you're no longer, you don't have that fear in your side that, oh, that person's not gonna give because you know it's a law of giving and receiving. What you put out in the world is what you get back. If you're putting out positivity, kindness, money, food, energy, like whatever it is, you're going to get that back always, every time. And so I think that's, that's honestly the biggest piece of advice that I would give myself is just don't be afraid to ask. You know, he says, um, Jim Rohn says to plan like an adult and ask like a child. Because the child, what do they do when they want something? They just ask, 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 ask until they get it. You know, they make it happen. And as adults, we kind of lose that. We kind of lose that mentality of, oh, I'm going to, I'm like, it's just that, that like thought process in your head. Like, I'm not going to stop until I get what I want. Mm -hmm. And that's like the mentality I've been really adapting in my life is not settling for things that I don't want. You know, like I, I'm, I'm going to get what I want to get. And, and that, and I'm not going to let anything else get in the way. So that's why I ask for what I want and I, and I don't settle for anything less. And I think, and just to go one more thing for, I know I'm going long, but it's like, I, a lot of times I just, when you settle, like the, you, you ask for something, the universe will give you something that's close. It's not going to give you exactly that. And it's like, don't accept that. Don't settle for that. Even though it's like 75% of what you want, the universe is just testing you to see if that's what you truly want. Because if it is what you truly want, you won't accept that. But, and if you say, no, I don't want that, I guarantee it comes back and you get exactly what you do want. And, that, and that's just been my life experience with like asking and my ability to not ask. And then when I do ask and just stuff like that. So that would be the biggest piece of advice I would give. Yeah, man. And that's super fascinating. I, I definitely resonate with that. Um, was there any point in time when you really made that switch uh, when you were maybe fearful to ask for the things you wanted? And what did that look like for you? Did you, mm -hmm. do you currently do any tactical things? Do you keep uh, like a gratitude notebook or like a, mm -hmm. a quantum notebook? I know like Charlie Rocket says like the, mm -hmm. the quantum manifestation notebook. Uh, do you like write your goals down? Kind of mm -hmm. just walk me through the tactical uh, steps of, okay, mm -hmm. 
I can ask for what I want. I can ask for, okay, I want a million bucks. I can ask for that. I can put it out in the universe, but what are the tactical steps that you're implementing into your life that, uh, mm-hmm. is that's currently helping you, um, mm-hmm. ask for the things you want? Yeah, I love that. I love that. And I think it, it, a lot of it comes from, um, almost a fear thing. Like when I'm afraid of something, when I'm, a, when I feel my body, you, cause you know, when you're afraid, you can feel it in your body, you know? So when I get that feeling, I've now programmed my brain for it to be an automatic response that I have to do it. And it's like, if I, if I'm afraid and I back down and I don't do it, then that's like, I lose respect for myself. And it's like that. And it's like, even though the scary things like Jason Capital really talked about, it, he's like, there, he was like, Oh, like just swimming in shark infested waters. He didn't want to do it. He was afraid, but he was like, now I have to do it. I have to do it because I'm not going to allow fear to control my life the fear of of what is and it's like i love this quote it's like you're not even afraid that you're not going to achieve it you're not afraid that you're not going to have it but you're you're afraid that you're powerful beyond belief you're you're afraid that what if that actually comes true and now you have to accept that you are powerful that everything that happens in your life you can take control and you are responsible and you when you add that responsibility into your life and you're like wow i am responsible for everything that happens in my life you now you can take that sense of initiative like nobody else is going to make that happen and just the with the spiritual side it's just like what you think about where your thoughts are is what's going to happen into your in your life you think negative thoughts negative thoughts will come in negative things will come into your reality and they will and then producing more negative thoughts which produce more negative things so when you switch those things and it's 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 super hard it's super hard because you have to build a completely new neural network in your brain in order for your brain to fire on those things you know and it's like the the things in your life that that control where you at it's one what do you think two what are you speaking three what are you seeing four what are you hearing and five what are you feeling these are the things and if you can control those five things and and put yourself in a place where you you're thinking the thoughts that you want to think you you are speaking the things you want to speak the things that you want to happen in your life when you are when you start putting yourself in the environment to see a million dollars you know it's very hard to ask for a million dollars if you've never seen a million dollars because that's almost something that's not even tangible for you you can't even you can't even accept that that's a reality to have a million dollars because i remember in like seventh grade i took like a accounting class and they they gave us a plan to make a million dollars throughout your entire lifetime they're like if you do everything right in your entire lifetime you'll make a million dollars but i realized that's not the mindset i want to have i want to have the million dollars a month mindset you know like that's you got to shift that mindset and when you when you put yourself in a in an environment to to see people are making millions of dollars to see people who are traveling like you want to travel and you put yourself in that environment i think that's honestly one of the biggest things because it expands your belief system you know i i've i've been i've had the pleasure to be able to network with a lot of high net worth individuals and just see their lifestyle and they flow me out and i've been to different places i've been to different mansions i've seen different cars and that is why i I know it's possible because i've seen somebody else get those things before and i've seen it with my own eyes i've been there touched the car touched the house i've been there i've been able to feel it 
So thus I, I can understand that it is possible for me because that's the thing in my brain. If, if one person can do it, anybody can do it. You know, it's, it's, there's no difference between me or you. If you can do it, I can do it. It's just me putting in the work to get there. You know, it's like the four minute mile. Nobody yeah, thought it was possible. Somebody did it and now everybody can do it. You know, so it's like once you break that paradigm and you see somebody who's done it, then you're like, okay, I can do that. You look at that person and you're like, I can do that. I can be that person. I can be like that person. I can achieve those things. This person can do it. I can do it too. You know, so I think it's just really taking in and being aware of the thoughts that go on your head, things that you speak. And it's a lot of times it's like that like dark humor. People are always like, oh, I have dark humor. I'm like, that's actually like very toxic for your for your own well-being and for your own future when you have that sort of self-deprecation and you're it's like yes you're joking about it and yes I, I totally understand what you're saying you used to do it all the time but then I started realizing that the things that I speak you know like this things that you speak it, it's like a spell it's like you're casting a spell when you spell out words you're casting a spell you're creating that into your reality like oh I, I, I always I always eat too much or I, I never eat or I hate exercising or I hate reading or I hate this and it's like, where did that even come from? Like, you're just saying that and you don't realize the impact that that's actually having on your life and, and how detrimental that can be towards you achieving the things that you want. And it's like, just be becoming conscious of the thoughts that come in and the thoughts that go out. You know, information in leads to information out. That's the only way I, I have any awareness or any sort of type of success is because I've consumed a lot of information from a lot of successful people. And that's what, so then I'm reprogramming my brain. And that's just like my, my favorite, favorite, favorite author, favorite speaker, whatever you want to call it, Dr. Joe Dispenza, because he really just breaks down the how your brain actually works and why and all the stuff i'm talking about the thoughts and stuff it sounds like voodoo like fake magic stuff but read his stuff listen to his podcast and you'll begin to understand how your brain works and how the neural pathways in your brain actually connect and how you can actually go about changing those things and that's one thing i truly believe is anybody can be anything or anyone that they want it just starts here you just have to believe that you can be that and then you start being that and it's as simple as that it's simple, but it's not easy. You know, it's one of those things that's like, it's simple to, for me to sit here and tell you to do that. But there's a lot of work and a lot of mental, mental thought processing that goes into you actually being able to get to that point where you can, okay, now you have built a new highway. I like looking at it like highways. The highway you have, you've been building one highway for the last 18, 20, 25, 30 years of your life. So now to tear down that highway and go build a new one, that's so, it takes a long time it's a lot of work it takes a lot of hours but it's that conscious thought process behind it and that intention behind okay this is what i'm doing i'm gonna every day i'm gonna make the conscious decision to be aware of the thoughts that come into my brain and realize is that my thought or where did that thought come from do i actually think that because a lot of times you realize a lot of the thoughts that you have in your brain aren't even yours they were put there by the media, by somebody else, by your parents, by your family. And, you know, that's okay sometimes, but you have to be aware that maybe those thoughts aren't yours and then start figuring out, okay, what thoughts are yours? What do you actually care about? And really finding that, that, that deeper purpose, that deeper understanding of who you are as a person. And I think that's, 
that's where it's just awareness it comes down to awareness at the end of the day are you aware of the things that are coming into your mind are you aware of the things that are going out and are you aware of where those things are coming from i think that's if everybody worked on that more i think people would people would grow and they would have a they would find more fulfillment in life yeah man like two things really stuck out the first thing was um kind of in in school in the accounting class like you you were taught hey here's how you make a million bucks in your lifetime and you're like mm-hmm. hey, no i want to make a million bucks a month i want to make a million bucks a year and like switching that mindset and i can i can resonate with that so much and like um that directly correlates to um what you said about the highway and i feel like like school in general and just like the systematic structure that the traditional education system has they're teaching you to build the most effective highway possible, but there's a one big ass highway and it's super smooth. It's paved out. There's a lot of traffic on it, but it's flowing and it's, it's the easy way. And it's like, okay, if I don't want any speed bumps, I don't want any stoplights or any wrong turns go down this highway. And that's the, that's the street. Like the, the system is helping you build. But then once you realize, once you pick your head up from the dash and see how how many opportunities there are maybe there's a bunch of dirt roads um like every every single mile along the way every every single foot along the way once you can see those dirt roads and realize you can go down any of those less traveled paths but they're going to be a hell of a lot harder and more bumpy and um lonelier there will be less traffic on there that's when we start talking about like designing a life for yourself entrepreneurship starting your own business trading for a living anything that deviates from the traditional highway so that just really really stuck out to me so i just wanted to say thanks for bringing that kind of analogy up because it it definitely resonated with me again like the system, the, the structure, like teaches you to build a huge highway when like the dirt road, that's, that's where the fun is. Like that's where the real opportunities are because the the highway doesn't lead to a pot of gold. The the 12 other dirt roads, there's, there's something badass at the end of those roads. You just don't exactly know what they are. Exactly. 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 You don't even know what's there, but you know that it's something different from what's over here because you're going down the path and you know what's over here. You know, if you keep going down the highway with everybody else, you know where you're going to get, you know where you're going to land, but you go off one of those other paths, you know, maybe you end up going down a dead end. You got to turn around. Okay. Now find a new one. But it's like, I would much rather live my life that way than being afraid of the unknown. Cause I think that's what stops a lot of people is the fear of the unknown. You're, you're afraid of, Oh, well, what if they're, what if I fail? What if I lose all my money? What if I'm broke? What if I'm homeless? What if I like, what if, what if, you know, you know, you can never know, you can never know, but it's like, I think the one thing I've noticed about the most successful people in my life is that they have some sort of faith, faith and not even God, not even whatever, but it's a faith in something a belief system in that something out there, some sort of power, some sort of energy, whatever you want to call it, is there looking out for your best interest and would never put you in a situation to to be harmed or to be in that in a in a in a terrible situation that you couldn't make it out of. And I think that's one of the biggest things is like the faith in the process. Like you're you're trusting that okay, I'm doing this. I like I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And when you have that faith that that is true, I think you, you be, you become a lot stronger and you be, you, you lose your fear to the unknown because you're no longer afraid of what can happen because you're just trusting you. You have faith that it will be good. 
Yeah, it's such an important important distinction to make because like you said, you never know what what the outcome is going to be in any path. Like just because Google says, hey, here's the end destination of the of the main highway you're down, which is death. Um, you, once you get off that road, you lose signal and you don't know the end. So when you said like, okay, it might be a dead end, you might encounter 12 dead ends, but you, you might, uh, you're going to learn a lot of lessons along the way. So just really like digging deep into that, that, that just really resonated. Yeah, dude. And I love this quote. It's like, I, people who like, Oh, I want to be the safe. I want to have the security. And it's like, Oh, so you're, you're, you're just seeking for safety, but everybody at the end of the day, you're seeking, you're just finding a safe way to death. And it's like, we're all going to die. So it's like, if you're just like looking for the safest opportunity, you're looking to try to safely make it through life so we can, so you can get to death. And it's like, that's not, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that. I would rather, I would rather take the, the scary, the scarier, the more unbeaten path, the, the road unknown, because I think that in this life, what I'm meant to do is just experience, just experience what it, what, what is out there because you only have one life, you know, you can't, you're never going to be able to, you might never get to experience this human mortal being again, you know? So it's like, push it to the limits, push this universe to the limits, push your body to the limits. And that's, that's something I've been really getting into is like going to the gym and running and stuff like that is like seeing how far you can really push the universe, push your body. So yeah, you can actually take the most out of life and you can squeeze every drop out of what is out there because there's not a lot of decisions or not a lot of things in life that you can't undo something goes wrong, you can, there's usually a way you can get out of it. You know, you, there's usually something to do. You, you try entrepreneurship, you fail. Okay. You can go to college. You can go back to college. They'll still take your money. Not a problem. Like there's always different, there's always things you can do. Okay. This fails. Let's try something else. And I think that there's that that's what stops a lot of people is like, you know, you just have to have that faith. Like, Hey, I can get out of any situation. Like, okay, I tried this. It didn't work. I didn't like it. Didn't, I didn't want to, don't want to do it anymore. You don't have to do it. But I think people just, they're just like, that's the thing with like college and stuff is a lot of people get very scared. It's like, they don't want to, they don't want to be in college, but they don't want to not be in college because they don't know where else to go. They don't know what else to do. They don't, they're not, they're afraid of that, that unknown. They're afraid that, oh, maybe they're not going to be able to provide for themselves. But it's like, when you're young and you have no responsibilities, you don't have kids, you don't have a house, you don't have mortgage, like all this stuff, like maybe you have some debt, but it's like, this is the time where you can take the most amount of advantage of like your ability to just be free and try new stuff and do new things and figure out what you really like. Because that's the thing is I always tell people like, okay, like what's your, like the biggest thing is like, what's your dominating desire? What's the biggest thing you want in life? And a lot of people don't know that. And you know, it's like, I, I know what I want right now. I don't know what my entire life, but it's like, figure out what you don't want. Maybe that's where, that's where I started, you know, is when you can figure out, Hey, I know what I don't want. I don't want to leave this nine to five life. I don't want to have this debt. I don't want that. Then you can start. Okay. So now you start eliminating things from the lit, the categories, the list of life of things that are potential, potential, the limitless potentiality of life. 
you start eliminating things like, okay, I don't want that, don't want that, don't like this, don't like that. And then you can, the list starts to get smaller and you can start finding, okay, I do like this. I do like that. I want that. I want to be able to travel to every, like one of my biggest goals in life is to travel to every country in the world. Like that's what, like, hopefully COVID doesn't exist my entire life so we can actually travel and do stuff like that. But that's my, that's my biggest goal in life is to travel to every country in the world. And just like, I, I love traveling, seeing new cultures, new food, and just that, that type of lifestyle, you know? Dude, I, I love that. Like the, I'm, I just like, don't have much to say. Like I'm, I'm just getting so fired up from what you're saying. And it's just resonating on such a deep level that I, this is, this is why I love, um, freaking ghosts behind me. Um, for anyone watching, not watching the video, just one of my like soundproofing things fell in the back. Um, yeah, man, like this is why I love these conversations and love doing these podcast features just because you get the, the thoughts from other people and other perspectives. And um, I know when we sat down the first time, it, something just clicked. I'm like, this dude, like, this dude gets it. This dude <laughs> understands me. Yeah, this dude understands same, what understand. we're trying to build. Um, mm -hmm. And that is like the, the death thing. Like people are finding the safest way to death. I've never thought about that. And it's so fucking true. Like yeah. what the hell are we saving ourselves <laughs> yeah. for? Like, we only got around a hundred years on this earth and a lot of people listening are already a 20th of the way through that yeah. or a fifth of the way through yeah. that. Excuse my yeah. awful yeah. math there. <laughs> um, hopefully a 20th of the way through, that would be pretty sweet. Um, yeah. Lived to a few hundred years, but yeah, man, like there's no reason to play it, play it safe, especially yeah. if you're young. Mm -hmm. Like Again, you could, any a meteor could blast through this window and knock me out and you'd be stuck finishing this podcast like <laughs> tomorrow isn't guaranteed the the next yeah. hour isn't guaranteed so why are you why are you sacrificing your whole life playing it safe for other people when that's not what you want to do that's not what really fulfills you so go after what you want and stop playing it safe for death like that doesn't make mm -hmm. any sense so mm -hmm. again i really appreciate you bringing up just dropping dropping fire on this podcast man always always game for this man i always love this man i just i just that's that's the biggest thing man is i hope that people can can take this and the biggest thing is i don't want to just be here with information i want to provide a way that you can actually take advantage and start doing these things because I think that's the hardest place is like I don't like okay this is cool yes I believe all this stuff but where do I start how do I actually take my foot and put it in the direction that I want it to go and I think it just it starts with just trying to figure out what you what is your dominating desire in life what is the one thing in life that you truly want truly want to experience what is the one thing you truly want to experience some people that's they want to get married some people that's they just want to ride snowmobiles all day some people just want to do rock climbing some people want to travel some people want to do all of these things but it's like in the beginning you have to just okay this is what i want and then think about it think about it just let that thought run through your mind all day, all day, because the more that you think about it, the, those, those thoughts that you have, like they turn into a vision. You create a vision in your, in your mind. And then that vision, you can now start seeing the pieces, the puzzle pieces come together. And then it turns into your reality because you just 
thought about it so much. Like imagine like, for example, here, all the people listening right now, when I say the word mom, what do you think of? You, I'm sure most of us, you would think instantly a picture of your mom. You, you see your mom in your head, you know what she looks like. Nobody here thinks about the actual word M-O-M. Nobody, I'm sure nobody thought M-O-M. No, you think of a picture of mom. So your thought, it turns into a vision in your head, which then turns into a reality in your life. So it's like when you start realizing that it's like you can go we could go we could talk for hours on here about the about manifesting and law of attraction and stuff like that but the i think the most basic thing that it needs to be understand about it understood about it is your brain is like a radio freak it shoots out radio frequencies the strongest radio frequencies there are the the vibe the strongest energy that there could be when you think about the things the the thought shoots out an energy out of your mind have you ever walked into a room and felt like oh the vibes are like weird here or you walk into a room and the vibes are so crazy everybody's happy you know and it's not because anybody said anything or anything but it's just the energy you can feel it and it's just a it's a, co a collection of what's going on in the people's minds that are in the room so when you can realize that you're when you think things that create that shoots a frequency out of your head and it goes and finds find stuff it's like it's like you're on a radar it's like you're you're driving a boat like you're driving a boat through life and you have the the little radar screen that okay you can see oh there's another boat it starts blinking but the thing is you can't see beyond that radar screen but in life but we all know that it, that the whole ocean is not just in that tiny radar screen the more you go the it keeps changing so you have to be like okay you're sending out these thoughts and then there's things that are coming in from outside of the radar screen. There's things that are coming to you, that are coming towards you from outside of the radar screen that you can't even see, potentials that you can't even imagine. And that's why I always, I, this is the one thing that I always like, I always kind of scold people on, or I always like, I always correct in people is when they, when you start asking how. How am I going to do that? How is this going to happen? How am I going to make a million dollars? How am I going to travel the world? How am I going to get married? How am I going to find the love of my life? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? You don't know. You're not, we're not that smart. We can't know that stuff. That's not like you, when you start trying to put a how on it, you start limiting the capabilities and the potential of what the universe could bring you. And when you, when you limit that, it limits what could come into your life because it's like, it's like this, like when you see, you see a girl, and you're like, oh, I really, I want to be with that girl, this girl named Sarah. She's so, she's so beautiful. She's everything that I could ever imagine. You're, you, you just met her. You want to be with her. That's, that's what you want. I want her. I want Sarah. I want Sarah. No, what you really want is a happy relationship with a, with a beautiful girlfriend and all this, like, you don't actually want Sarah, but you don't even know. So you get in a relationship with Sarah, but then comes Becky and she is the one for you but you were like i want you wanted sarah so now the universe couldn't give you what you actually deserve it goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning the universe will give you 75 50 percent of what you want to see if you're willing if you have the patience to wait for that other 100 percent to come in and if you are patient enough you'll know exactly when it happens you'll know when that girl or that guy or that thing comes into your life that you've been asking for you're like whoa this is everything i was asking for 
and it came to you and you just you brought it into your life and you didn't settle for anything less than that and i think it's like when you understand your brain has that power and you have the, those capabilities you realize you're powerful beyond belief and that you don't have to worry about how things are going to happen just understand yeah. why Absolutely. And, um, I know, I know we talked about, um, a lot of like high level, high level stuff. Like, is there anything you do day to day that like is ultra tactical that someone else listening can implement into their life as soon as they're done listening to this episode that, um, again, is, is aligned with maybe it's listing out, okay, what don't you want in life? Mm -hmm. And then that narrows things down. Is there anything that you've done that's really helped you with this whole thought process? Yeah. So, I mean, like this, all this information is, it's not even stuff that I've mastered. It's stuff that I've, I've come into awareness and stuff that I'm practicing in my, in my daily life. But I think the things that, that help me the most is journaling, honestly, is journaling my thoughts, journaling. Um, and you know, I just sit down with a piece of paper and start writing and eventually you don't know where to start. So you just start writing, Oh, today was good. Da, 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 da. And then eventually by the end of the page, you're like, Whoa, Okay, now things starting to make a little bit more sense. Now, okay, you're, or sometimes you're like, oh, I'm you're just in a really um, good state of being, and you're like, you just start writing about all the things that you want to experience in life, all the things you want to do. So I think, and it's like for me, it's journaling. For some people, it's like you you just have to find that way to to express your to the way that you are best able to express the things that are happening in here because a lot of times we allow it to just sit and be caged up in our mind and we think that's good enough but for me the thing that has helped the most is being able to get that stuff out of my mind and onto a piece of paper or some people i know for you like you like making videos and doing stuff like that so it's like when you can get when you understand the best way for you to release things and some people it's like talking to somebody else or or whatever it is or drawing or something it's like it's allow yourself to experience like to try all those things try making videos like try sitting in front of a camera and just talking to yourself like make a video diary or make an actual diary or just draw pictures and because some because the thing about art is that a lot of times it's like the artist it's just it's just they put on paper they put into sound what's going on in here and that's why they that's why they're so good at it is because they can just allow themselves to let it flow out of them and they don't they're not forcing it and they've found that outlet where they can just allow that stuff for to flow out of their body so i think that's the biggest thing is like taking those thoughts and putting them out somewhere else where you can review them where you can look at them and be and keep a mental a mental journal or whatever and it's like a really good um jay shetty i was listening to one of his podcasts um it was like the four mental workouts something like that mental workouts basically and he was just talking about okay what do you need to do in order to get your mind in the right place and he just talks about like journaling every acti activity and like okay why did you feel good about that what did you enjoy about that what would you do differently about that think about it and then and you can write that stuff later because that's ammunition to remind yourself of the positive things because a lot of times you're like oh i want to go to the gym and then you one day you're like, oh, I don't want to go to the gym today. But then if you can, but then you wrote down and made videos about all the times. It's like every time I go to the gym afterwards, I feel amazing. So now you have that ammunition to use against yourself so that you can push yourself 
to go and do those things, just writing down the major thoughts that you have, the things that come into your head. And it's like, you can't write everything that comes into your head, but if you can just come up with like the three main thoughts that were like conquering your mind today, write those down and analyze how those made you feel and how that, and how that impacted your life, how that impacted your mood and stuff. Like he talks about a, creating a mental diet plan for yourself. Like what comes into your mind? What are you, what are you putting in? When do you, when, what are the things that make you feel when you're at your best? Who are you speaking to when you speak to this person? How does this make you feel? Um, and just like practicing these mental exercises. And I think that is, it's, comes back to again awareness awareness of your thoughts awareness of the things that are happening because otherwise because a lot of times you just go on autopilot it's like when you're driving you become unconsciously on you become unconsciously competent at it and you don't even have to think about it so now you're on autopilot and you're just driving you're not even thinking about driving you're just doing it and i think that's where a lot of us have gotten in our life is just to be on autopilot and we don't even realize where we're going we don't even realize what's happening around us we just know okay i'm just doing this you just know that's what you're doing but you're never taking the awareness to realize oh where is this path leading me where is this why am i feeling good about this does this make me excited and you can use that to to benefit yourself and then the second thing i would say is just breathing i think breathing is 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 it's so funny because it's the most important thing in in life is just the breath it's not even like the unconscious breathing but it's conscious breathing when you can have that conscious breathing and you become conscious of your breath i think you can help yourself out in a lot of situations when you're feeling anxious what happens your breath shortens when you're like you 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 your breath is a very good teller of how your feelings are and when you can gain control of your breath you can gain control of your life i think and one thing I practice a lot is like cold water exposures, exposing like I used to go to Lake Michigan in like December in February and just like it's freezing cold. But once you get in there, yeah, it's cold. But when you can center yourself and you get it's not even like it's controlling your breath. And when you, it's hard, but when you can control your breath, you realize you can overcome anything because it's the coldest. It's literally the middle of Wisconsin and you're in a lake it's cold all year round. And then in the winter, it's even colder and you are able to regain control of your breath and control. Okay. You can gain control and nothing. And then things can affect you because you're in control of your breath. You, you now can think clearly because I think a lot of times when you're in arguments or you're upset, you're not breathing, you're, you're breathing too fast. And that's what causes you to get upset and more upset and more upset because you're breathing faster and faster and faster. So something I do is when I'm starting to get upset about something or, or a conversation is upsetting me or whatever it is, take 15 seconds, two deep breaths, do five seconds in, hold for five seconds, five seconds out, do that two, three times, and you'll find yourself a lot more clear-headed. You'll find yourself a lot more able to think clearly and, and understand the things that you, that you truly think instead of acting out of emotion, you're acting out of out of reason and what you truly think and what you truly desire. Yeah, man, that's, again, you're, you're dropping gems here. Um, I love that. I love that. The breath is, the, that and meditating in general, they definitely go hand in hand, obviously. Exactly. Um, and they're two such, it's two of the, two of the most simple activities you can do. Breathe mm -hmm. and then focus on your breath. That's mm -hmm. it. Anyone can do it, but it's equally, 
so many people struggle with it, myself included. I imagine you struggle with it too. Um, There's such simple activities, but the benefits to really gaining control of your breath, of your mind, and how they work um, kind of coincided. Like Mm -hmm. it's so, so important. So um, again, before this this episode, we were saying how these conversations fly by and it's already been. 40 some minutes which, yeah, dude, this is in, crazy. which is insane which is awesome so i i think we'll need to do a, a round two episode in the future um mm-hmm. because i know we could talk for hours and hours but yeah. we won't uh, put the listeners through that just yet yeah. maybe in the, <laughs> the next episode but kind of as we wrap up is there anything you would like to leave the guests whether it's a challenge to do whether it's um, a question you have, a question you want them to ask themselves. What's mm-hmm. kind of that one last piece of advice uh, you want to leave the viewers with or listeners? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I would, I would challenge everybody to meditate for five minutes for a week. Do it for if you have never meditated before, try meditating for five minutes. Do it for a week or two weeks, whichever you des- whichever you desire. But just be consistent with it. Do it at the same time every day. I prefer myself doing it in the morning. I know it's the best time for me is in the morning, and then I do it at night as well. Um, just to, I like to end it. I like to end my day the same way I started it, so I can be. I can. Just, it's just like it's just easier for me, you know. When you just do the same routine you do in the morning, you just do it at night, and then you wake up, and you're just. It's just a preparation for your day or for your night. You know, sleep is one of the biggest things. So if you can allow yourself to get into a meditative spot before you go to sleep you can allow yourself to have a deeper sleep because you've already started to pass through some of those brain waves, some of the, like the, like the more hyperactive brain waves that I don't, I'm not a big brain expert who knows alpha, theta, delta waves, but it's like when you can put self, begin to put yourself in that before you go to bed, you'll find that you have a lot easier time sleeping. And for those who have a hard time sleeping, just try consciously breathing when you're, if you're like, Oh, I can't sleep right now. Just try consciously breathing. Just become aware of your breath. In, out, in. Because the problem is, is your mind is just going crazy. You're thinking about this and thinking about that, thinking about that. Of course, you're not going to be able to sleep. But if you can control, when you can breathe and you can bring your mind to focus on the breath, you can calm it down and slow down and you start to fall asleep. And I think that's the, that's the biggest thing is I think if people focus more on their breath and that it become conscious of their breath, I think that will lead people down an amazing road because I just, I think it will. And I think it a lot, it gives you a lot of um, understanding of yourself and understanding, wow, okay, I just really got high emotion right here. Why did that happen? How did I, how did I go from, okay, we're having normal conversation to now I'm like upset and angry and I'm like yelling, like, okay, now you take a deep breath. Once you become aware that you became that and you started yelling, you, be, you take a breath and you're like, is that really who I want to be? Is that the person that I want to embody? You know? So I think if everybody just met it, I think if everybody in the world meditated, this place, this world, this universe would be a lot more, everyone would be a lot more kind to each other, a lot more kind and understanding of each other just by breath, you know? And if I, I'm going to shout out to Dr. Joe Dispenza, if you want any more information on this stuff, breaking the habit of being yourself, becoming supernatural. You are the, I forgot what, I forgot what the title of the book is, but you can find his pod. He, does, he doesn't have his own podcast, but he's done plenty of podcasts with people. A really good one is one with uh, a podcast with Joe Dispenza and Ed Milet 
Um, so check that out. He's that's that's a really good podcast. Um, and then if I could get everybody listening to one audio, it would be How to Take Charge of Your Life by Jim Rohn. Like if you could if if you do one thing leaving this, if you don't if you're like I don't want to meditate, I don't care about my breath. If you had to do anything, How to Take Charge of Your Life by Jim Rohn. It's like a two-hour audio seminar. Listen to it in parts. View it. Like just continue to repeat it. I think repetition is the key to understanding when you can don't just listen to the audio once, but I would challenge you to almost listen to it for an hour a day for a week. And it's not like you have to be sitting there just listening to it, but just have it in. Like when you would be listening to music, put it in your headphones. How to Take Charge of Your Life by Jim Rome. You can actually find it on Spotify um, by these guys. They like did the recording of it. Um, their thing, it's called their role model, personal growth, mindset, mental health. It's like a guy doing yoga as a screen. So he's the one who like put it out on Spotify. Otherwise you can find it on YouTube as well. So just to, for those who don't like having YouTube screen pop up like in their pocket and they just want to have Spotify. So. I love it, man. And where can the people find you if they want to connect, if they want to shoot you a message, just really engage with you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram is the, is the best place to find me at bquist, B-Q-U-I-I-S-T. Shoot me a message, anything like that. I would love to have more of these conversations. If you want to, if you want to talk to me about the things that are going on in your life, I'm more than willing to just even listen, provide my insight and just provide, hope to provide some value. So um, just definitely shoot me a message at B-Q-U-I-I-S-T on Instagram. But man, thank you, thank you so much for allowing me to be on here. I'm so glad I was able to just, I'm, I'm so glad we were able to do this, man. It was, it's a blast. Dude. That 45 minutes flew by like that. <laughs> it went way too quick. I'm, I'm excited for round two. Um, but man, this was, this was definitely a pleasure appreciate you and i'm so grateful for this opportunity man dude thank you for uh giving me your time and letting me uh letting you come on my podcast it's <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely grateful for you uh taking the time to uh drop some knowledge bombs so for anyone listening out there if you like what uh you've heard definitely uh subscribe leave a review and more importantly share it with a friend if you do anything else again the main purpose for this podcast is to just uh, share stories, share experiences and lessons uh, learned from others and implement those lessons into your life to try to make your life uh, as best as possible or just better than it is right now. So that's really the main goal here. But uh, Brady, it was a pleasure chatting with you, chopping it up. And mm -hmm. uh, I'm super, super pumped to uh, just be in, be in contact with you. And I can't sure. wait for a uh, round two when it comes. Yes, sir, man. You'll definitely have to come out to Denver in the winter. We'll, sh we'll shred some slopes together. Yeah, man, absolutely. Well, thanks for coming on, and I'll talk to you guys later. Awesome.